<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. The, the perspective of of what it means really shifts. And so I, I, you know, Desmond, what you're saying, I can agree with, man. You know, being little, it was about, you know, being with family. Um, you know what I'm saying? You go out or whatever. It, especially in Tyler, it was like, Cause you know, a lot of, most of the black people in Tyler, I feel like we all know each other. Um, and so it was like, uh, a family union kind of like black party type thing. And you just, you know, it's, it's cool. But, but as you get older, right. And, and I have kids, right. You, you try to, you try to really convey what it really was. Um, and how significant Juneteenth is maybe even more so than, the Emancipation Proclamation, which which didn't really it didn't really mean anything because Abraham Lincoln didn't really have no power over the South, and, and and that's the those are the slaves he set free. He didn't even say you know the Northern states that that had slaves if they still sided with the Union, he was like y'all good, but all y'all people on the South side y'all y'all gotta let y'all y'all people go if they want to listen, you know. And so the and the older you get and the more research you do about uh, about the holiday. You know, the more you learn, um, that's one thing I, I feel like I can appreciate about growing up in Tyler mm-hmm. um, or, or small town Texas. Like even with my, you know, I, we, I play with a basketball team, the Suns, right? And even within our basketball organization, we used to have like a Black History Month program, right? And we used to learn, we used to learn about who we were as a people. It wasn't just, we're going to roll out of basketball and we're going to play, you know? And so, um just as you get older and you come to, you know, a better and deeper understanding of the fact that it was two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. And, um, you know, you, you look at how, you know, when the enslaved people in Texas were set free, how they scattered to go and find family members that had been uh, sold off. Right. Uh, it just it has a, a deeper significance and impact in terms of what it what it what freedom really means. Love it, man. Live in effect, man. So, 
once again, thank y'all for taking the time out to come and join us here for this conversation. Um, I'm Drake. You know, I'll even give you my full government. Brandon Drake, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with a purpose. And we're going to have people coming in, coming out for tonight's discussion. Um, we're going to be talking about Juneteenth. All right. The year is 2022. And we're going to have we just had part one. Shout out to Stone. Shout out to Baylor. Shout out to Shan, Pod Fam for, you know, coming and having a conversation with people who've never celebrated Juneteenth before. So for Stone and share their thoughts and opinions about this holiday that they would like to engulf and be a part of and put part of their tradition. And tonight we're going to be talking to some East Texas natives. Um, you know, well, I, was, I don't know about born, but I know I was raised there. And we're going to talk about what Juneteenth means to us. Um, we'll touch on a bit of the history as well as just overall experience and what are our thoughts going forward for our holiday. You know, something that's been shared nationwide now. So I'd like to introduce a few of the guests that we have right now. We'll start with Brandon Jakes. How you doing, man? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's going on, man? Brandon Jakes. Um, also known as Bishop, depending on what, what part of my life you met me in. Um, Tyler, Texas native, born and raised, uh, living here in the uh, greater Houston area. And, uh, man, I heard you say, you said, what, uh, Drake 713 or something, man? I thought, oh, 713. See, install the 713, man. You see, 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 um, you know, the D713 came when I was keeping the alias low, when I was kind of mm. a little bit, you know, a little too buck. Or, mm-hmm. you know, everyone, you know, season one was a little bit different. We were a little shy, you know, how to put that alias together. <laughs> I get it. I get it. The moniker. I get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, man. But cool, man. Just uh, I'm looking forward to the conversation. All right. We have Desmond. How you doing, brother? What's happening? What's happening? Uh, you know, East Texas native, uh, Longview. But, you know, uh, just... A country boy, man. Here for the ride. All right, okay, man. Thank y'all. Um, once again, I know we had Sandy that was here earlier, or Cassie. She may hop in. You know, it's one pe- same thing with Chelsea coming through, but people are more than welcome if you share it. Once again, this will be shared on all of our platforms, and this is recorded as well. So thank y'all for joining once again. Um, and Y'all will come back, hopefully come back with the makings of you so people can just listen to the makings of y'all too as well. So that could be your intro. And that's the point of the show. But so Juneteenth, holiday, um, I would say something I've celebrated since I was a child. So if y'all mind sharing with us, when was your first Juneteenth? When did you start celebrating Juneteenth? As long as I can remember. Mm. Um, I don't remember exactly when. I don't, but I don't ever remember not celebrating it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Whether it was, you know, going to the parade or just like family getting together. Um, we've we've always done something and acknowledged the holiday. So I don't I don't have a I don't have a definitive starting point. You know, it's just it's just. I don't know. It, it's it's as normal to us as like the Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I I've celebrated this holiday my entire life. You know, 
us being from Texas, it 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 hits a little different for us. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not really sure if everybody was taught the history of this holiday, but you know, my family and people around me, they they pushed it into us how important this this holiday was for us. You know, it's it's gotten wider and, and more broad spanning, but this is something that although it, it hits home for everybody, for us it hits a little bit different. And I I tried to explain to people that aren't from Texas why this is so important to me. Because not only is this, you know, our history is black people, but as Texans, it's this is something that all of us need to know about. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and my sentiments are exactly with both you gentlemen. I've been I've been celebrating Juneteenth since I was I can remember it. It's just like what people say, it's like apple pie. You know, I guess to say that it's just been part Ooh. of it. it when I was was doing everything culture, hey T, uh, yeah, this is live right here. But um, when we we did an episode in 2019, um, 2019, actually our first YouTube video for the podcast was about Juneteenth, okay? Mm-hmm. And we talked about, you know, reparations. We talked about the holiday and talked about how it made us feel. And... So, Ms. Uh, D, how do you guys, do you guys celebrate, you and your family, do y'all celebrate Juneteenth? Not really. I mean, I know what it is. I know, uh, um, like, listening to Black radio, like, mm-hmm. around this time, they're always promoting some type of parade, but it isn't something that's highlighted that we have to go and participate. Um, back in the day, I think I might have went to a couple of parades or maybe performed at a time or two with, like, the band or something. Mm-hmm. Juneteenth. How about you, DJ? Yeah, I think I went um, 
once when I was a kid. Now, I went a lot when I was a kid, don't get me wrong. But I think uh, I'm trying to remember the first time I went, I think it was uh, with, with my childhood friend, K Ford. Shout out to K Ford. Right. Uh, <laughs> his grandfather was in, the, uh, tr I think, the Fleet Side Truckers in St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah. So uh, we would always go with him and ride in the truck with him and stuff like that. We were young, and that was my first time being introduced to it. But I've never seen so many African Americans in one spot and yeah. Everybody's just in such great spirits, man. I mean, like you get up, everybody's just lined up, got their best outfits on, got they pull out the new cars, new motorcycles, seeing kids on four wheelers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it was just everybody was just there having a good time. It was just a good feeling, you know. And it, it's, I was, I thought everybody celebrated. Now me being from, you know, once again Tyler Texas, and I seen much. I, I started learning as well when I say I remember. Celebrate. I remember even when I didn't want to go some years because, you know, the only thing I didn't like about Juneteenth was the heat. Okay. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I did not like about Juneteenth. It was just hot as hell. But it, but we had to, it was like we had to go. It was like we're going to Juneteenth. And I'm seeing the chat, hey, the random row saying, don't remember time when we didn't celebrate Juneteenth. She's also from East Texas, Tyler. Mm. And, and I'm like, man, the the attendance of it the the start I mean, we used to start out i remember starting at a church but oh we started at my aunt brenda's house and we'll walk through the park we go to mlk and we'll everything's gonna pop out and that's as a little boy you know i just remember just wanting to catch the candy if you get on the back of a a trailer or something that was high um but that that's when we think about when did Juneteenth start, okay? When we thought of it, but how did it make you feel? Like the feeling of Juneteenth? Um, for for me, it's you know, when I was younger, I didn't fully understand it, mm -hmm. and you know, and you know, as a kid, you know, it was parade, uh, cars, uh, baseball games. Uh, basketball tournaments, th things like that. So I didn't fully grasp it. And then once I got, you know, high school, middle school, high school, uh, they did like street dances, you know, and stuff like that. So it was just a social outing. Mm. But once I got a little bit older and could fully understand, there was pride, but also a uh, a pain there because you start to realize that wow these people my people they were free all this time didn't know it mm. they were kept in bondage and did not know you know um, to, to think these people were trapped in these in, in this and it took so long for this word to make it to Galveston, Texas. Yeah. It's, it, there's pride knowing that my people made it out of this, but also that, that hurt that's still there in this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. And I can agree with that, man. I think, um, you know, it, it's kind of like everything. Like when you're a kid, uh, like take Christmas, for instance, you know, when you're a kid, Christmas has a, a specific meaning for you, right? Uh, you 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 know you're gonna try and stay up late at night. Uh, you're gonna wake up early and try and get your people up to go open gifts. 
right? And then as you get a little bit older and you start to understand the the meaning behind, you know, the holiday, right? And then you 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 shift from being the gift receiver to the gift giver. Mm. Um, it it the the perspective of of what it means really shifts. And so I, I you know, Desmond, what you're saying, I can agree with, man. You know, being little, it was about you know being with family. Um, you know what I'm saying? You go out or whatever. It, especially in Tyler, it was like, cause you know, a lot of, most of black people in Tyler, I feel like we all know each other. Um, and so it was like, uh, a family union kind of like black party type thing. And you just, you know, it's, it's cool. But, but as you get older, right. And, and I have kids, right. You, you try to, you try to really convey what it really was. Um, and how significant Juneteenth is, maybe even more so than the Emancipation Proclamation, which which didn't really it didn't really mean anything because Abraham Lincoln didn't really have no power over the South, and, and and that's the those are the slaves he set free. He didn't even set you know the Northern states that that had slaves if they still sided with the Union, he was like y'all good, but all y'all people on the South side y'all y'all gotta let y'all y'all people go, but they weren't listening, you know, and so. The, and the older you get and the more research you do about uh, about the holiday, you know, the more you learn. Um, that's one thing I, I feel like I can appreciate about growing up in Tyler mm-hmm. um, or, or small town Texas. Like even with my, you know, I, we, I play with a basketball team, the Suns, right? And even within our basketball organization, we used to have like a Black History Month program, right? And we used to learn, we used to learn about who we were as a people. It wasn't just we're gonna roll out of basketball and we're gonna play, you know. And so, um, just as you get older and you come to you know a better and deeper understanding of the fact that it was two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed, and um, you know you you look at how you know when the enslaved people in Texas were set free, how they scattered to go and find family members that had been uh, sold off. Right. Uh, it just it has a, a deeper significance and impact in terms of what it what it what freedom really meant. Thank you, B. Thank you. And I see Cassie. Thank you for joining us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I was juggling with um, some family stuff. But yes. <laughs> so we just touched on and this is Cassie. Can you introduce yourself a little bit for us? Yes. Hi. So I'm Cass. Um, also Sandy. <laughs> I'm from Tyler. Um, I live in Rockwall. I've been um, in the area uh, probably about, I guess, since college. So almost 30 years, 25, 30 years. And um, I, uh, Brandon and I are cousins and um, I'm excited to be here. Um, I was really enjoying the history and um, all that. Um, it was a Desmond that was speaking. It was it was Brandon and it was over with the history. It was Brandon. It's Jake. Okay. Yeah. It was, it's two Brandon. Like, yeah, yeah. So that she, was when great. She said my cousin Brandon. I was like my cousin. Oh, I forgot. I'm on. Well, I'm on hey, here with Drake. Hey, we're cousins, Brandon. Both, you right? right? We are. We all king. You just you said it right. Come on in. Like. You with his family here. His family here. We everybody. Right. Everybody close. knows everybody. So, but yeah. So thank you. I'm I'm just sitting back listening to you guys. So thanks for the invite. So, so question: When, when was the first time you celebrated Juneteenth that you can remember? Wow, probably elementary. 
in elementary school in Tyler. Um, it was a big thing. We didn't even know what we were doing, honestly, to be quite honest. I mean, we just know we were all getting together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were getting together. We were in a, in the parade or or um, enjoying the parade. Um, but I knew that as a kid that um, it was just a beautiful um, scene to have all of us together united and, you know, because we live North Tyler, but our, our um, zoning was split. So we ended up going to school um, in South Tyler. And so um, every year for that event, it was just such a, a beautiful um, sight and experience to have all of us together on the North side. Um, Because, like I said, we went to more diverse school just because, you know, zoning. But ultimately, um, I was from North. I'm from North Tyler. And so the parade was always a big deal. Going to Wilder Park was a big deal. And all the celebrations and collaborations. And, you know, as as we um, got older and um, understood the meaning more and then we shared that with our own children. And so, you know, now here we are. uh, It's a, you know, national holiday kudos whoop whoop uh so here we are and so our class of 1988 john tyler uh we've participated in the parade the last few years and so um we're the only class that actually participates in the parade now this year maybe some other other classes will will join us but we're the only ones that participate so we're looking forward to it. we got our juneteenth t-shirts done we're, we're decorating our float and so it's a big, big, big deal. So, um, yeah, everything culture, right? <laughs> everything culture, you know it. I, I don't know if Brandon felt the same guilt that I felt when he said class. I'm like, we got to do something. <laughs> yeah, y'all need to get on it now. <laughs> hey, I would, I would like to ask y'all a question, though. Yes. Um, coming with y'all being in Tyler and, you know, like, y'all had, y'all have a more african-american per se high mm-hmm. school right um did do you feel as though y'all got more education about this holiday no yeah um, not, not academically no yeah no but mm-hmm. and and the reason why i'm asking is because you know hey it's lonely yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> We know, so, we, we know. If people don't know, yeah. Longview and Tyler are still semi-segregated. <laughs> semi, semi, okay. We being polite. Um, <laughs> just segregated. We'll put it out there. We'll put it out there. So, with me coming from you, the school system didn't really care, but there were a handful of teachers who pushed this. And did their best to explain to us what this meant. And, you know, it's, I I have a lot of feelings on this because I just realized some things as I got older. Um, Like, people champion the Emancipation Proclamation. They, They champion this and they speak on this. But I often wonder, did did any of y'all do the research on this? Because thinking back and and reading, you you say, what did he give a? Did he really care about freeing the slaves, or was he 
tripling the southern economy. And, and reading, you know, things, things like that, I, I wrestle with because let, let's be honest here. Uh, black people champion a couple people: Abraham Lincoln, John F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. But as we are championing these people, are we all getting a full grasp of why this man did what he did? And when you say man, you mean Lincoln? Yes. So, and, and that's so unique about that because once again, we only know what we know as a child. Right. We we are now one thing. Not only being where you know we got folks in Tyler, we got Longview, East Texas in total, but mm-hmm. we're all Texas as well. So one thing we mm-hmm. learned that you know we're taught Texas history. We're, we're not only taught right, right. Pearl, right. we're not only taught U.S. We're also taught Texas history. It's no Washington history. It's not an Arizona history. It's not a um, New York history. It's a Texas history. And if we go into detail about the daughters of the Confederacy as well, we're taught mm-hmm. certain things. This is not a coincidence. <laughs> so and you know I, we to, I wanted to touch on the history, but man. And we get right into it because the history of this holiday, we just we got the feeling of it first. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, that's right. why I asked. Like we first thing I knew, grow up, I just knew it felt good. Mm-hmm. I don't, it, like seeing so many black people together, and for us to come together peacefully and actually celebrate. And then I learned about the holiday. The more like maybe around high school and middle school, I started learning more about it. So it is such a remarkable feeling not, not learning about it and learning a lot of things that we were told as children was not the truth a lot of things that people still believe to this day is known is not to be the truth that's why with everything culture we really touch on the actual factual information other than being listening to what's been told to us forever like i've been going around asking people about why do you celebrate the fourth of july what does that have to do? What what event happened on Ju- 4th of July to make an Independence Day? A war didn't end. Nothing was signed on the 4th of July. N- nothing was signed on that day. The thing is... They made a declaration. It, it, the thing is, w- if you look at the history of the 4th of July, two people that's important who, si- who signed the 4th of July, I mean, signed the declaration, was um, that died on that same day of 4th of July. I, I really try to take the time out and look up every holiday and why we celebrate these holidays and what's the real meaning of it. And now, you know, we have we got Jake's here. If you do some research, if you, if somebody correct me, I would sit back. But even learning about, you know, I just found out this past year that Santa Claus, which is based from Saint Nicholas, and history shows that the real Saint Nicholas was a Moor, and we all know Moors are what. All right, so I'm yeah, like, man, don't start, man, because then we have to start talking about Black Jesus, and, and, and that we and, and keep Hold going on. down. But we let, let's pull it back to what we've been told as far as um, the Emancipation Proclamation, and as well as the General Orders Number Three, because when the Emancipation Proclamation went to effect, as well as the Thirteenth Amendment, we all know it left the loophole to open up for. The prison, uh, the prison pipeline, really, mm-hmm. the continuation of slavery. So when I talk to some people, they understand slavery truly never ended. It just transformed. 
there you go. It was a transition. And that's the biggest thing where we're looking to why it's a disproportionate amount of us in prison. Let's figure out, hey, let's give them guns. They gave us guns. So when you touch on that right there, so let's go all the way back to June 19th in Galveston, 1865, okay? Uh, when the general orders number three was read out by, oh my God, General Gordon Granger, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that, Okay. Um, this is when the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the executive of the United States, the president, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights to property between former masters and slaves. And slaves. And the connection here, therefore, existing between them becomes that between employer and hired labor. Mm-hmm. The freedmen are advised to remain quietly at the present homes and work okay. wages. Mm-hmm. They are informed that they will not be allowed to collect a military post and they will not be supported in idleness. Pay attention mm-hmm. to that. In Don't idleness, worry. either there or elsewhere. Yep. And that is it. That's what's read to the people at um in Galveston. Oh, I cannot think of the exact location right now, and I do not have it in front of me. But it's right under the pit. Some people and 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 let's be let let's look at the history of it too. That you know, learning. I used to think that we were just waiting around, waiting to be slaved as well, waiting to be freed as well. That was not the case. Black people fought. We fought for our freedom. And if you look at the Emancipation Proclamation, it says that hey, it's basically said we were, they were fighting. It was like that really that like people, especially near Florida, Arkansas, dealing with the Gullah Geechee people, North Carolina, um, the the, the Seminoles, they were fucking these white people up. <laughs> like that would it was not like on that. And the same thing was happening in Texas too. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Texas was still st- Texas is still Texas to this day. I'm in yeah. a whole different state, and I'm looking down like. Why we ain't wearing masks, people? Y'all kind of embarrassing me, you know? Because Texas go do what Texas want to do. And that was the same thing with slavery. They're like, oh, y'all can end this shit. Not that many wars during the Civil War was fought in Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas was kind of protected and kind of did what they continued yeah. to do. And that's and, why when Ranger had to come to Galveston, he had to bring them troops right. them. Because, like, right. we will have the knuck if you buck. And Texas, like we're like, okay, we already fighting black people because a lot of black people already fought for their freedom in Texas. They were working things out, but this was like the the confirmation of it that you're not only mm-hmm. fighting, but you're also supported by the United States as well. Right, and and there's there's two important things I want people to know. For one, that at baseball team y'all champion with the name Rangers on it. What were the Rangers originally for? We could talk about the police. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm an Astros fan though. But I like <laughs> I, listen. But but this is this is something that bothers me because people see the name they oh it's the Rangers and, you know in Walker, Texas Rangers and all this, but no one ever really talks about how they hunted down and killed Indians and killed Mexicans. It's, it's disgusting, but, and, but it's not disgusting <laughs> enough. Yeah. And, 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 
that's part of the, that but that's part of the the system that's been created to keep us comfortable with entertainment and make it fun and like it, like we used to play cowboys and indians is the problem right like, yeah, and the indians like, who's the bad guy if we're honest right history books are written by the victor or whoever's in power and so if i have the pen i can frame the story as the author I can frame the story how I want to frame it. And if the majority of people are in power, see it from my perspective, they're not going to argue with, but they're going to push, which is why you have a group like the Daughters of the Confederacy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is why even in in Texas, as recently as uh, maybe three or four years ago, when they rewrote the history books and and called the, um, the, uh, uh, um, they called the slave trade, they called them immigrants. Looking for work? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so when, you know, Desmond said earlier, we have gotten as far as they allow us. Um, I think prior to the age we're in, which is like the the digital, the information technology age, right? Prior to that, they definitely had that ability. Um, America, I'm going to say Americans had the ability to, um, to clean up, if you will, uh, historical facts. Um, right. Which is right. why, which is why you have black people who, especially our maybe not so much our parents, but definitely our grandparents, and before yeah. them who look at Abraham Lincoln like this savior. Well, let, let's let's call it what it is the the Great White Hope. Okay, you know I that, that. that's what they call it. that's what but they he, call it, the Great White Hope. But when when you really look at who he was, he didn't really like black folks either. But when you talk about why did he implement or why would he sign the Emancipation Proclamation, um, obviously you, you have uh, Frederick Douglass who was in his ear, right? And then okay. you, when you look at what was keeping the South, why, why was the Confederacy able to fight so long? That's because they had slaves <laughs> back home taking care of the house. And, and so and not only, if, if, well, well, not only were they taking care of the house, but if these soldiers were of some kind of stature, they brought they brought their slaves with them. Those slaves fought. These people not only gave their lives, take they went down fighting for a cause that was keeping them in bondage. We see that still to this day, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and, and but that that that. <laughs> And that's and that's such an internal um, battle that we have within our own folks. And once again, that was I believe that was also scheduled for us to be like that. This has been the same thing since uh, Pharaoh was ruling. It, right. it, it's, it's, it was again biblical. You know, the best way to keep people, the best way for someone to stay ruling is to keep people fighting against one another. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to what Juneteenth, even what it started transitioning to become, because everybody, we we from we all from East Texas, we know even t- people in Texas all didn't celebrate Juneteenth. Black people didn't celebrate Juneteenth, and that's oh, yeah. why I'm so passionate about it because I've been fighting to celebrate this holiday since I was a, a youngin, you know. And when I hear see people like just right here in the chat on TikTok, let me see if I can look at the comment from this young fella. Uh, Juneteenth is just another holiday that they give us instead of our, our reparation they owe us. They didn't give us a damn thing with Juneteenth. 
Right. Yeah, and that and that that, that type of stuff usually used to like really boil my blood because they didn't give us for Juneteenth. We this was something we created and we fought for it. So I'm pop and like and, and like so and I hope that person's still in here so they can hear the information so they can absolutely understand and soak in some knowledge because right. this, this Juneteenth is one holiday that we consistently fought for that was not given to us. It was not brought up. It it started Man. in black church and the thing is it's really something that pushed by us okay right and but we have some of us that don't know and just like one of them once again the, the mission statement everything culture from dr Martin Luther king jr men hate men hate each other because they fear each other if you agree. knew better you would do better you know agree agree because you fear because you don't know it you scared yeah, that's you don't know it and we're trying yeah, to educate yeah. you about it you, you know, when you said that comments like that, you know, they make your blood boil. I guess from my perspective as a teacher, as an educator, right? Mm-hmm. You, you got to come, come back to ignorance with enlightenment, right? Like, you don't, don't get upset because people don't know. Just assume, I and I teach chemistry, right? So, you know, my kids, I, I just assume they don't know nothing until they show them they know something. Mm-hmm. And so that, that sometimes, is, that is the... Um, I think that's the approach we have to take with our people, especially in terms of like our history, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, got, I have a clothing line. It's, it's called State of Mind. And the reason it's called Mind is because I I want to infuse our people with messages that challenge how we have been trained to think about ourselves and the things that that um, they have quote unquote given to us. And I want to reframe and reshape how we see ourselves. Um so that we see ourselves in a positive light, in a positive image, uh, because there are so many good things that we have done that we do not learn about at school, kind of like what Desmond was talking about earlier, right? And the only way we are going to learn those things about ourselves is if we take the time to teach each other. Speak on That's it. the only way. Because once again, yeah. we did not learn about Juneteenth in school. No. We didn't no, learn about... No. I, I didn't learn... Well, it was something that I didn't learn about a lot of things in school. I learned from the Black people in my community and in my family. Like right. and now, same thing with state of mind, everything, culture. It's when I every year I do um, every day for Black History Month. I talk about a specific person that's not popular in Black history that b- did great feats from music to art to um, design to um, you know engineering to inventions to medicine. You name it. And one of the hardest things for this year, this is the only year that I did not do every day. I missed like four days because when I look up the history of tap dancing, how messed up that we had to struggle even to like, it was something that we wanted to claim, but they made it so <laughs> dirty and nasty. Like yeah. tap, the, the terminology tap dancing for them white folks is yeah. like, it's sad because that is truly our invention coming from West African dance when it was stolen. Only way we were able to celebrate was the tap dance because we didn't have our uh, our drums. We didn't have our mm-hmm. instruments. And we started tap. Then Irish people, if you look at, if you Google tap dancing right now, it would just say an Irish and West African dance that was created. Irish people started using clogs, what they put in their culture to tease about how black people used to dance, to spend time. And then when black people were like, that's once again we're reclaiming what's ours. Mm-hmm. Did so, other black people like, oh, you just tap dance with these white folks. That's something we was doing already, right? 
It was, but the, and it, it, I don't know why. And then I looked up Amos and Andy, and if you look up that hit, and I did once again, I ain't go rehash. Well, uh, you trying, you trying to make your plug, boy. But <laughs> once again, with all these things, and what Brandon, what Jake's is saying right here is absolutely true, and I know it. Trust me, and that's what I try to do. But I uh, shout out to my girl Shan because she see when I'm trying to educate people, uh, sometimes I got to pull back and whew, breathe. Because see, Jake's, you working with children. These are grown ass people you're right now. You're right, they're adults, man. It's different. And, and it's real hard educating grown, you know, all these different people. Like, and I'm big on if you want it, it's Google's free. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Absolutely free. Absolutely. Google's free. And if you really want to know, take the time. And like, we are right here. That's why what we're doing right here, uh, hopefully, we can educate some people. And I, will, but I really want people to understand it's a passion behind this holiday. It's not just about historical, it's a feeling. Because I wish I could bring, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I really want to go back home to Tyler. There's some things there that, mm-hmm. you know, I still feel the racism in the air. You know, I still feel the... I, it's not always the most comfortable place. When I go and see my family, my auntie, um, my, my friends, parents, and relatives, and I, I'm out, okay? But for Juneteenth, I wish I could bring all my people to celebrate Juneteenth in Tyler, Texas, because I, I that's one of the best days of the year for that for me, to be yeah, honest. Can I spin this on his head real quick? Absolutely. Absolutely. You you have a lot of people, like you've mentioned, that feel like Juneteenth isn't necessarily a valid holiday. Okay? All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, cool. Because you want to say it's a Texas thing? All right, cool, whatever. Then explain to me why in this country do we learn about the Emancipation Proclamation, right? But why don't we celebrate it? Why why don't we celebrate the Emancipation Proclamation like we celebrate the other holidays we yes. we put more stock into made up holidays right that have no significance on our soil but why don't we at least celebrate the emancipation proclamation then exactly uh, speak it you know you know i i was talking to somebody and and i told them you're not from texas so for you it might just be a holiday for you it might just be a we're going to go to the park. We're going to cook. You know, whatever. But for the folks that are from Texas, my black folk, that fully understand what this day is, what this meant for us, it's it's unmatched. <sighs> and for somebody, for somebody to say that it's just another holiday, that was given to us. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm like, you know, I, and once again, being like, I'd be like, and I'm coming like, no, this holiday is truly meant blah, blah, blah. But inside, I'd be want to, like, once again, I don't feel like doing this edit right here, but it, I just mm-hmm. snap, you know? In Texas, Juneteenth was a federal holiday before it was a federal holiday. Yes. Yeah. That, yes. Yeah. That's how it was. It's a federal holiday for us. It's federal. And we don't care what nobody else got to say. But maybe that's that Texas mentality. We don't care what nobody else got to say. It's Juneteenth. Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Juneteenth. And, and that's what, uh, so, so can we, okay, uh, are we ready to transition now? Let's go into go the transition, Juneteenth, and going for the future. Juneteenth right now, 2022. We've talked about our childhood. We talked about how this day made us feel. We talked about how seeing the kids celebrate and family come together. 
We talked about even the back history with the general orders number three. I didn't even get into how when we had to buy properties. I didn't even get into the, the conversation about emancipation oh. party. I didn't get into oh, how we weren't allowed to celebrate Juneteenth. I didn't even right. talk about how I didn't even know until last week. Shout out to um oh I gotta get this brother's name. Um before I, you know, because he really, I, I appreciate when people can educate me in a um, One Mike Black History podcast. Shout out to One Mike History telling me how Martin Luther King was influential for Juneteenth to be spread in other states. I did not know that. And, you know, mm. I love me some Martin Luther King, okay? Mm. But when we talk about now with Juneteenth and we're seeing the commercialization of our holiday, Gentrification of our holiday. Gentr- oh, gentrification of the holiday. The 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 the, the, the being spr- like, how do we feel? Like, I know how I feel, and I I will share first. I'll let y'all. I I feel some type of way sometimes. I, I it's one side of me. I ain't gonna lie. One side of me. Even when we talk about the ice cream before, I was one, one side of me that I'm happy that we're being recognized. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. Oh, hey, man, ain't nobody ever talked about Juneteenth before, but now we got we got a little something. Now I'm not happy with the trademark. I'm not I'm not happy with y'all trying to steal the name and steal the let. Don't do that. But just share it. But then I also gotta say, I've seen some just like some people to come on and talk about Juneteenth and like be, and they're black and they like once again the colors of Juneteenth was red, white, and blue. Was all like we had all these. The, the, I, got, I, I I was supposed to put the flag up behind me. I got my flag right here. But I'm also recognizing, like, are you trying to exploit the holiday? Just, are you really trying to learn the holiday too, or are you just trying to come mm-hmm. in just because I'm, I'm you? Go, you want to make hol- Juneteenth what you want to make it? I had to get on TikTok. It was a, a sister talking about Juneteenth should be a day of mourning. Mm-mm. What we mourning? Mm-mm. We mourning our freedom. Yeah, that's what we mourning the end of slavery. That's what we mourning. Okay. That don't even make sense. But but that but that's and that's my thing. Please, and that's why I, that's my only thing I beg for folks. Don't get to know the holiday, get to know the experience, listen to some people that actually celebrate it. Don't just go like when I say Google, try to do some more research. Talk like when I say talk to people like us that's actually know know the holiday or did their research. Somebody from Texas that once again since childhood. But don't mm-hmm. see somebody and like this was Juneteenth back a quick overview. Let's do what I want to do. My first year, like in I think it was 2021, I think it was like maybe 2020, when we had a it was a Juneteenth silent march. And I'm like, what is this? Once again, I'm in Washington. I'm, I'm like, this ain't Juneteenth. Nah, it's supposed to be loud, man. This is yeah. Jubilee. <laughs> there you go. But but I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. When they did that. I didn't feel away because I understood what it was. Yeah. Whenever, whenever it's something that they can't control, something that they can't stop, the first thing they do is try to whitewash it. I they play, they're going to play this down to it seems like this isn't a real thing because they can't control this because this talks about a narrative that they don't want out there. And that's the history of Juneteenth. That's part of the history of Juneteenth. That's why he, Juneteenth in previous years, it was big, it became small, became big, became small, because they felt like, one, it was unpatriotic. Two, 
that oh, you know, seeing black people come together. Even at the beginning, they didn't want us come together, and I didn't even talk about um, loitering and things, and it goes into the thirteenth mm-hmm. again. But it was to the point where Juneteenth was like they like white people. And I say straight up, white people didn't want Juneteenth to be celebrated because once again, it was too close to the Fourth of July. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and I also know every holiday though is going to be exploited. Every single that's the point with oh, yeah. holidays. And with that's, uh, that's holidays. That is one of the reasons why I almost I don't want to say hate because hate is a strong word, but I'm iffy about it being a national holiday, right? Because right. there is absolutely nothing that we have created that hasn't been exploited via capitalism. Right. And Thanks. and so, you know, earlier I, meant, I mentioned the, the gentrification of Juneteenth. Oh, well, that got a nice ring to it, gentrification of Juneteenth. I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> um, but it just, it, it worries me that it's going to lose the authenticity mm. because you got people out here trying to make ice cream and if you're going, if you're going, if you're going, if you're going to capitalize off the holiday, off a black holiday, make sure those funds go towards aiding a black cause. I agree to that. Absolutely. Agree. Agree. How many black holidays? How many black holidays do we have though? Two. Two. MLK. MLK. Well, you got to go three because Black History Month. Black History Month. Bad, uh, Bath and Body Works did a, a, they did their thing on Black History Month this year. They so, did, they did. So I got a previous episodes. Some black people don't like Black History Month, and I'm like, because they said we should be celebrating Black History all year round. And like in my response in that video was like, well, but that's not the case because right. even, even black people don't want to learn about Black History in other days. They're like, oh, it, it, it's not. We don't have that spotlight. It's not that highlight. Right. And that's the point. When it gets to the point where it becomes normalized, I'm I'm legit. Cool. I'm good, right. but it's not. We're not there yet. So yeah, I'm gonna celebrate Black History Month. So and with Juneteenth, I'm I'm also it becoming a national holiday because I asked once again in 29. I want it to become a national. I want people to know. I want people to share it. But I want people to understand it and respect it. You know, and that's the thing. It's like forcing people to respect. And I'm like, I can't fight everybody. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> and it, it's just. Oh, that's why I say I want people to experience and that's this this conversation right here. And with the ice cream, with the napkins. Now that whole thing, whoever made them napkins, uh, it's the freedom for me. You can go to hell. Okay. Oh, you a user riding mother. <laughs> All right, bro. Like, like, hey, like, bro, but you know that reminds me of a shirt I saw. There was a platform before I started making my own, making it myself. There's a platform I was using while I was uploading my designs. Um, yeah. I cannot think the name of the platform. But they had a shirt that commemorated Juneteenth. It was Abraham Lincoln with some glasses on. And it was a sleeveless shirt. And it said something about like time to free the slaves or the sleeves. Time to free the sleeves. But it was they put it out during Juneteenth. I was like, no, that's crazy. How does how does that work? That was crazy, man. I you know, I've always wondered one thing. How can Juneteenth be unpatriotic, but the rebel flag is? 
It's the difference between one side of your head and the other. That's the difference. And and I always somebody said something like that to me. I'm gonna ask them. So where else can you go and the people that lost the war can put their flags on everything? Of course they flag. But I mean, I think truth be told, anything that we, we create from our culture is personal to us. Yeah. And because America has for so long fought to not give us a place or space within the common culture, it always feels like we just getting picked off. Mm-hmm. We'll take this part. Oh, if we can use that. We'll, mm, well, yeah, mm, oh, this is oh, okay. The food is good. Oh, your mu- music is good. We'll take that. Hey, we're going to give you $100,000 you signed this deal. We're, and we're going to exploit you, right? We're going to take We're going to take your, oh, this little holiday down here in Texas. We're gonna, okay, we'll give you a national holiday. Now, boom, floodgates. Everybody going to hit it. Yeah, but this is something, once again, this is something cool. And like, look, it's like this is like something I'm sharing with y'all. This is show and tell. I want to share all this with y'all. Look at it. This is something I love. And people right. like like and like you say, it's like you go pick from it. I'm gonna eat all right. of it. I'm gonna say this is mine the whole time. It's not yours, but you're not. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You, you're not. You're not showing it right. This this not what it's for. But it's stupid anyway. That's where I get to the mm and I get upset. You know. Because I really want to support us. Because Juneteenth is such a holiday that we can support and celebrate and network. And going back to where even Desmond was saying earlier about the pro- Juneteenth was about progress. And that's the other thing was hated. Because Juneteenth came together and it was making black people vote. Then we come, then we said it again. Juneteenth was big on having people, black people, collect collectively come together and vote to make a difference, to be a power. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all about celebrating. It was about networking. It was about coming together. Like you have a business, you have a business. Like people coming out sharing food. It was all us in a positive light and how we can continue to support one another. And it's still that. This is like when when I hear black people say we don't do this to each other, and we don't do that on Juneteenth. I know it, it comes around. I know that for sure. If any day is that day. <laughs> Cause we all you know time when we get together, you know, at a certain amount, we kind of get kind of, mm-hmm. you know, reckless. A little you know? sideways, yeah. <laughs> but Juneteenth is like, maybe I'm romanticizing the holiday. Maybe I am. You're not, but, but I don't think not. I am. That's what I, said. I don't think I am. But and and if you've never been to a Juneteenth parade or anything like that. I get how it's hard for you to understand. But I can tell you this. Black people, especially us in East Texas, we're going to do a parade that morning. We're going to be at the park the rest of the evening. And once we get to that park, there's going to be food, drinks, uh, testing, uh, people actively trying to get you to vote, you know, voter registration. You know, it's more than just a parade. It's oh, yeah. more than just we all hanging out. 
Can you mention the baseball game, the basketball game, Man. the pageants? Entirely, we had the truckers dance. Now, I was always a little too young to go to the truckers <laughs> dance. dance. I ain't never been, but I don't know. Exactly. You used to hear about it. Like all yeah. my older cousins, the family members that headed to the truckers dance, everybody, because that's when the kids have to stay at the house. You know, we couldn't go out. How did y'all not go to the dance? Because that was the grown folks thing, man. We was like, that was the, that was like, hey, they just know that. The grown folks getting out. I, yeah. I was once I was in yeah. once I was in school, once I was in college, I spent summers in college station. I didn't even, I didn't really come home during during college like that. Because I was in yeah. Houston. But man, yeah. it, it, it's just so amazing how it's, just, it's a big family reunion, dog. Is what it is. Hey, B, that's a fact. If you listen and to the like, episode, that's exactly what we ended on. We like it's basically just a big black family reunion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I, I feel like, and maybe I'm biased because I'm from Tyler, from East Texas, but I don't know if anybody does Juneteenth like how we do Juneteenth. <laughs> I was giving uh, what thou out. Wow. You know, I've been hearing other like, places. I like it. Ain't like, it's like even in even in Houston, right? You know, you got all these black people in Houston. It's just, mm-hmm. I guess it's because it's, it's it's because you don't know as many people. Mm-hmm. It just don't right. have that same. Like it's still the same celebration. It's still it's still cool or whatever. But it don't it don't. That's that. Um, and maybe that's why we have such a, a deep emotional connection to the holiday. It's not only not only what it stands for in terms of our culture, right? But what it stood for in terms of our community, our, our local community. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe yeah. people were able to experience it on that level. Um. Maybe we need to write a guide, man. We need to write a digital guide how to jump in. I am doing the presentation. But, but I am yeah. doing one. I would love for y'all to help me with that. But because either I'm gonna try to put some together some slides and things. Mm-hmm. And if y'all want to do voiceovers from it, because I want people from I want us. It's not just people think I'm just they act like I'm gate gatekeeping Juneteenth sometimes. No, man. I won't <laughs> but this is my this is us. It's real. And I just got to be transparent. It's real hard to just let go and hear people say stuff about Juneteenth. And I'd be like, ooh, but you wrong. You so wrong about it. But hearing what we're saying right here, it's just, it's beautiful. And I'm, I'm hoping everybody is listening to this now um, from Spotify to Apple Podcasts, to you, watching this on YouTube, the people right here on TikTok. I'm hoping this is helping everyone out. I hope this is can share this, y'all, y'all getting the feel of sense of pride you know being you know being black in america some we we got so many struggles that we have in front of us on a day-to-day basis you know it, 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 I'm, we we we, we uh, on exclusive content we talked about the the shooting in buffalo you know we talked mm-hmm. about these type of things you know we have every day is a threat being black in america Especially, I, I would I, I can't even say especially being a black man because they they kill our women and children just as much. Okay, like and it's stressful. Once again, I talk about um, you know racial battle fatigue. Just because you mm-hmm. we, we ourselves getting killed every day, either by the people that's supposed to be protecting us, by each other, by just you know, and it is tra- it's traumatizing. Okay, and we're just out here trying to live and be great and just be successful and continue to grow and be not only productive people in society, but be great people in society. What? Cause this is the country that we built. 
This was built on our backs. We didn't steal it from nobody. We didn't take it. But when we got it, we we built it. We <laughs> made sure to turn it in certain ways. Just being mm-hmm. indeed, and many of this runs with us. And even with people back home, we were taken from our cultures. We were stripped of that. And being, and I've said this before, being black in America, being an African American, being an American descendant of slavery, like we're yeah. still searching and finding ourselves. We're we're the most hated culture. We're the most hated people around this world because y'all like me, the colonizers of this continent made it that way. But we're yeah. the most influential people as well. Not what what we said the well, trends. We we from the music to the fashion to the style, from the lingo for the language, and mm-hmm. we go all the way back to even to Texas. We are very influential as well, and we're looked down upon. So I'm big on when I when we have something that it was started and we continue celebrating, we spread it out. Don't look down on it. Embrace it. Mm-hmm. it first, understand it and attempt to embrace it. And if it's not for you, that's okay. But don't yuck nobody's young. You know, don't nay somebody else's yay. Just, just yeah. Keep, that's the best way I can try to communicate that to everyone. Because you we know, it, we start whooping your ass. It's, you know, I'm cut that out right there. <laughs> you know, um, people are often forget that we spent roughly what four hundred years inside of it. We spent this large chunk of time being someone else's property. Do you know how hard it is to pull something like that out of someone? It takes a long time to do that. (laughs) Like the, the evolution of black people will take time. We're getting better. Things are moving better. But it was put in us to hate each other. It was put in us to keep us down. They did everything they could to keep black people docile. And and one of the main reasons they hate us so much is because a lot of this shit they made, they bred us to be bigger, stronger, faster. And smarter. That was an accident, but yeah, that last. I want to say that that was absolute accident. Oh, complete accident. What? No, no. Because even Peep Gang, they taught us how to like the talent and how we communicate. Um, Right. Let me go to TikTok. Go. I'm listening. Go ahead. Continue. Continue. I want to shout somebody else out too. Well, it wasn't fully an accident because. They needed someone who could do the books. They needed someone who could count. They needed someone that that could do these things that, let's be honest, they weren't going to do because they weren't that smart, if we're being honest. Uh, one, one so, thing is, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So you bred all these things in us. Why wouldn't you be scared of us? Because if we be honest, you know you made us bigger, stronger, faster, and smarter. Well, see, the creator is not afraid of the creation until the creation starts to think for himself. Mm. 
and that so and and that's the piece, right? And that, so on, on my shirt, one of the reasons I put I put Juneteenth, right? But I didn't want to put just eighteen sixty five. I put forever free. The reason it, I put yeah. forever free is because even while we were physically enslaved, they couldn't enslave our minds. They couldn't enslave our hopes. They couldn't enslave our dreams. And that's why from the lineage of slavery, you have uh, a, a Dr. Martin Luther King. You have a Malcolm X. You have all these people who had these visions of what we could be and what we could be in America and what America could be to us, right? Mm-hmm. And so even though even though we were enslaved, right, I still believe that, you know, it's kind of like um, my Angela, I know what a cage bird sings. Even though we were enslaved and in bondage physically, you still couldn't enslave our minds and our spirits. This is and I fact. think it, that that um, that seed of relentlessness and resiliency and hope is has has taken its roots and it's starting to sprout out the ground. And it ain't like no little plant though; it's a tree. Absolutely, and. I was looking for the page, the account on Twitter, but we were in a great spaces and we we're talking about Negro spirituals that turn into gospel, that turn into everything yeah. else that we have. Everything else. Where, you, where where them rounds come from, man? And once again, I was and I and I I, I was I was big, I was at, I was doing some other things, so I couldn't speak on it. But you know, mm-hmm. but Negro spirituals, they they were truly just a message. So the message we have, we have, we can't lose that our message should still be in our music and what we're saying. That's why I appreciate certain lyricists. Shout out to Kendrick. Shout out to Cole. Shout out to even um, my boy. Yeah, you, hey, we hope you come back home. But um, Kanye, Bumby, all these people that like listen, yeah. it's a message in our music, and it comes from the the the, the turmoil that we went through. We go through so much, and we make something so beautiful out of it. You know how a flower can go through, grow through pavement, and that's how I feel about us. And but with Juneteenth, I hopefully we continue to celebrate one another and love one another, get to know one another. Once again, it's going yeah. back to this statement because it continue to spread. We don't want to hate anybody. We don't want to have any dismay towards one another. Um, and I see the chat over here on TikTok. I see what we're going on, and I thank y'all for being here too, and thank y'all for the likes and being part of the discussion. Thanks for the people who's listening to this right now afterwards. Um, we got a lot, we got a lot more work to do. What did Kobe say? Um, uh, you know, the job's not done. So when we step the, off, what are we doing? The job's the not job done. will never be done. The job will never be done. Oh, once again, but we, this is the day, Juneteenth is the day for us to celebrate. But it, once we're done with celebrate, don't mean we're, we're done working. We go back out to working with this work going again. And yeah, but we make sure we make we connect. Once again, when I see us connect uh, from our men, our women, please stop talking about that man that has passed with the last name Samuel. Okay, Gosh. let's continue to have a connection with one another because we can do great things with each other when we support one another. Like like and because I want to do the ending, the closing points, but I want to hear from y'all. But once again, and educate our youth. You know, yes, see, talk to these kids, mentor. Black, black. I wish I could zoom. Black men, black men, become a mentor. Seriously, 
it's a child out here that a young man or a young woman that needs to hear some of the experiences that you have in life. Hey man, let me on that whole black men mentorship piece. I have come to realization that a lot of us don't feel worthy. I know, or don't, or don't feel like we are capable, or that our stories and our experiences are not relevant, right? But the truth of the matter is, and I've learned this in 13 years of education. Mm. it. Everybody's story is important and relevant to someone. While you may not be able to save everyone, if you can create a ripple in one, right, that ripple will touch two, will touch four, and it will become a wave. So I... And, and I, maybe this is just us as a community, right? I want us to be able to get out of our heads in terms of what we feel like we do and don't have who we, or or, or our, our space or place or position. <laughs> and I, I really want us to start to share and network, um, not just up and down, but like, I was gonna make a, I was gonna make a chemistry reference, right? <laughs> but but like, like a spider web type, I was gonna talk about carbon bonds because they, you know, that's what makes diamonds strong. Is the way that the network is built because um, you know, pencil lead and a diamond is made out of the same thing. They're both made out of carbon, right? But mm-hmm. the 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 carbon on pencil lead is stacked on top of each other. That's why when you write, it just comes off. But you have a different type of networking um, bond in in a diamond structure, which makes it hard, right? And if we mm-hmm. can if we can network like a diamond as opposed to just like carbon, like uh, graphite, then we will build not only stronger communities um, of, of young men and women, but we're going to build ourselves up. Because you're going to get connected to people who have had experiences that you're going through, and they will be able to help you while you're helping other people. So there's just a level of vulnerability, I think, that we've got to get to. And I think that's a, a topic for a whole nother, mm-hmm. another day. But But there's a level of vulnerability we have to be willing to get to if we truly are for the growth of our people. Beautiful. I'm over here. I'm over here just soaking it up, man. Desmond, what you got for us before we sign we get on out of here? Bruh, you said something a while ago. And it really it really did something up here. Our music started with us. No matter what it is, we started it. Jazz, bebop, all these things. Shit, rock and roll. All these things were made by us. We have such a big gift. We can bless the whole world. But I want everybody everybody to find out what Juneteenth is really about. Because if you've seen what I've seen on Juneteenth, I don't know how you couldn't love it. You know, we come from these, you know, smaller little cities, but they were rough. They were rough. But we all knew Juneteenth 
It didn't matter what happened. We was going to have a good time. We could go outside on Juneteenth and know nothing's going to happen today. Hey, I want to say this. I already know he haven't listened to the previous episode, but it's scary. Like it, it's it's scary how he almost said verbatim what I said <laughs> about Juneteenth. <laughs> and I'm like, I know people think I'm just hyping it up and I'm high capping. It's like that. But um, but starting with Desmond, if the people are looking for you and you're trying to be found, where can the people find you? Yeah, uh Twitter. I don't even remember the handle. Hold on, let me think. Uh, oh, uh, it's King Country 903. I'm on that. Hit me up all day, every day. Yeah, King underscore Country 903. That's gotcha. me. I gotcha. My brother, my fellow, my alumni, Jake's. If you're tr- Cujo, I don't know, you know they they call it Tyler High, John Tyler, but it's Cujo at the yeah. end of the day, baby. Sure. If you're trying to be found, if the people looking for you, where can the people find you? Um, see, I got a little more time to think. You put Desmond on the spot. Uh, Instagram, state of mind for the culture, state of mind for the culture, and I think TikTok is state of mind for the culture also. State of mind, yeah, I'm, man, I'm 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 trying it out. Uh, Hey, I'm trying to transition. I let me. For real, I will. No doubt. Yeah, man. State of hey, mind. And for anybody who is still on the fence about Juneteenth, remember this statement. Ain't none of us free until we all free. Mm. So if you ain't about celebrating all our freedom, then I mean, you probably really ain't free. Mm. Let them know. Let them know. So... You know, y'all know us. What's up, y'all? You know, this has been, once again, thank y'all so much. Thank you, Cassie, for coming through. Thank you, Chelsea, for attempting at the beginning. Um, whoever's listening to this, I want to tell you I love you, and I appreciate you. Um, you know, no matter who you are, what you represent, and I hope yeah, this this episode, this discussion resonates with you, um, touches you deeply in your soul and your spirit as it touches us. Um, and no, this is just a start of a discussion. You know, this is our third Juneteenth discussion um, over the past three years since everything culture has been in effect. And I just look forward to where this is going to go in the future. And I want to continue to grow and get better. But, you know, everyone, you know, if y'all don't know, let me let you know that you can find us anywhere you listen to a podcast. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Amazon Music. You can find us on Audible. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us on Podbean. We're on YouTube. We're literally all over. We're on Twitter. We're on IG. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're on Tumblr. We're on Pinterest. You name it, you can find, and you can find us at www.everything, that's an A, not an I, culture.com. Once again, everythingculture.com. We have merchandise, you can catch up the episodes, you can become a viewer. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can go to our contact list and sign up there. But we're going to end on this, that as always, we have our mission statement that everything culture lives off the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. 
which he said at Cornell University some years ago, that he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other. They don't know each other because of segregation. Because of segregation, you have miscommunication. So everything culture has been built on the pillars of respect, communication, and consistency so we can get to know each other, so we can love one another. So I want to say thank you all again. God bless. Peace. Peace.